0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Barnes University Radio, coming at you with the Thursday quickie. News, news out right now, right? Urban Meyer has been dismissed as the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Um, We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the Titans just recently beating this team. As well as their next opponent in the Steelers. And what this game means. But first things first. I know you guys want to hear about the Jacksonville Jaguar news. um, The Urban Meyer news. Um, You know first things first. um, I predicted the signing. It wasn't a hard one way back in um, early January. Um, You know whether I predicted it. You you know or not correctly. That's not something to hang your hat on. The, the the real deal is the mindset of that organization, right? It's like I think I had um, either Jim Caldwell or Urban Meyer Urban Meyer going there, and I was like, basically, my preface was, you know, if they run it the way that you know I had saw it being ran, then he would at least last it the year and possibly into next year. Um, My whole mindset with Urban Meyer is, regardless of what people say, I mean, when he was first hired, it was already a witch hunt. People just don't like um, people who have won, and he's won a lot. And then when you win a lot um, and you have a a tenureship within any league or within any sport, you're going to rub people the wrong way. You're going to make bad decisions. And coming into it, I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm not a judge and juror or anything. You know, I gave him a clean slate and I said, okay, if you do this, this, that and the third, which I will name, then this could be a successful tenure. Obviously, he didn't do any of it. Um, And one of the things was if he comes into a situation and he's more of a figurehead overseer type of coach with a very laissez-faire attitude, which means very hands-off, but at the same time have a legit plan in place, knowing you signed a five-year contract, you knew it wasn't going to be a quick fix. But his mentality coming into it was from the reports of, you you know, I don't like to mention what was said in the reports because it could be true, it could not. So reportedly, and he's been accused of, you know, basically making statements of superiority Um, you know, just overstepping boundaries, not really, you know, being um, gracious in his new role. It was just more like I'm the head coach. Um, I'm trying to force this team in year one to be a playoff contender when I really haven't made the decisions that reinforce that, whether it be your staff and whether it be your draft class, whether it be your free agent signings, you just didn't do very well at it at all. Um you did nothing that I said do. You did nothing that I would have suggested to be done within that organization. First year coach coming from college. You you had someone should have sat you down for about 2 or 3 months and gave you a spiel on how the NFL works. And you should have been humble enough to take that counsel and then obviously me being a team building strategist I had a plan for that team. I, I was, for those that don't know, I was calling around all thirty-two NFL teams, you know, giving them, you know, basically a the olive branch, opening to help build teams. I'm a team building specialist, and one of the things is, uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars actually had a scouting position open, and I and I and I put in the application for it. Didn't get didn't get a reply or anything one of the things that I suggested to do was trading down getting Justin Fields or Matt Jones drafting Trayvon Merrick who's a who's a top flight rookie safety drafting you know El- Elijah Moore who's a top flight wide receiver drafting Eric Stokes who's a top flight cornerback you could have really traded down accumulated picks got a good quarterback in Justin Fields a great quarterback and Mac Jones, good quarterback. Great, it's not. It's interchangeable. These these players will be good in this league. So will Trevor Lawrence. He'll be solid once you surround him with great minds. And 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 he needs to bulk up. But anyway, that's getting off topic. You know, I had a plan for the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, and nobody put that in his ear. Nobody put that in the ear of Trent Baalke, uh, or or the GM for the Jaguars. Um, so you know, nobody, the plan just was so bad, you know, so with that being said, he's out as Jacksonville Jaguars coach, it was as bad as it could get, he did not handle the NFL well at all, he didn't handle losing well at all, and uh, that's why he's out, Um, but my whole thing is like, you look everywhere, everybody on the media is pounding, pounding pounding, like when I get on these type of sites, it's like it gets annoying, like at some point, it's like okay, you didn't like him being signed in the first place, you made fun of it, then, as every step went, you still you're making the same jokes that you made when he first got hired, like it's over, like move on with your life, and that's the but that's the thing. If Urban Meyer never won anything, then, you know, it, it, honestly, it wouldn't have been that bad. It's it's the pedigree of winning that really just makes people dig in deeper. Um, you know, did the stuff he... was the stuff that he did? Was it very, you know, embarrassing to some degree? Sure. But goodness gracious, it's like, change the topic, turn the page... But anyway, let's move on to the Titans, Tennessee Titans, um, just beat this Jaguars team, shut them out. I pretty much knew the writing was on the wall. I mean, how can you, you know, it was just, the team wasn't prepared. It just, the Jaguars just sucked. Tennessee Titans forced four turnovers, um, four plus turnovers, um, I can't remember if they got a fumble recovery, but definitely four interceptions. And scored 20 points off of those, plus the positions that they had naturally. So, of course, fan base is going crazy because we got a shutout. And it was um, a somewhat entertaining game for the defense. Um, but the underlying realistic high standard outlook is you scored 20 points off of four turnovers against a not so good team but you shut them out that's hard to do in the nfl congratulations but the big test is going to be sunday going to pittsburgh against a team that is pissed off um against a coach who is in my opinion in a lot of ways very similar in terms of poise in terms of um I'm not, I'm not going to say necessarily game planning, but I will say that they're very similar in terms of poise and getting their players ready to play, you know, and I think it's going to be a a battle of wits. I think it's going to be, um, a back and forth game. Um, offensively, obviously it favors the Steelers. Defensively, it favors the Titans. So it's going to be a battle of strengths right now. Um. And but the firepower for the Steelers is a lot right now, you know, and I think at that point it's going to be a test for the Titans because these are the type of offenses you're going to see in the playoffs. Um, probably 60 to 70 percent of people who make the playoffs have high powered, multi dimensional talent on offense. The Steelers, I mean, when you really break it down. I know Big Ben has been struggling, but when he's on, he can still orchestrate that offense. Um, it's not pretty most of the time. Um, but, I mean, you look at it from top to bottom. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Um, they've gotten Ray-Ray McLeod, some touches um, and targets. Um, James Washington. And then you got Pat, Pat fryer Um, You know, Gentry, the tight end. They're getting um, – I think that's his last name. They're getting these guys the ball. Um, and then, obviously, Najee Harris, who can catch out of the backfield and, and you know, run the rock. <laughs> you know, they they have an offense, man. That's not to be, you know, overlooked. And then you look at the Titans, who, you know, are starting to get a running back rotation going with Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard and then Jeremy McNichols here and there. You know, wide receivers, Julio Jones is back. Um, Nick Westbrook-Akina is a guy that's been getting some reps and making plays. You got Racy McMath, who's a big, big, bigger wide receiver, um, athletic, sp- plays a lot of special teams. Um, Chester Rogers has been, you know, filling in. But Golden Tate is somebody that, once he gets conditioned, I think could be a, a nice piece Um And then defensively, the Titans just just have exotic pressures, have talent everywhere, really like how they play together. They're running around. I mean, guys that stick out, obviously Kevin Byard. I think Christian Fulton, can, can, can his ability to just be there when the ball has arrived is a talent that the Titans need desperately because of his speed. Now, as far as technician and technique, he's still working on it. But, I mean, that's a good, that's a good young corner. Then you have, you know, that front with Autry, Simmons, and, you know, we expect Bud B- Dupree to be available for this game. Um, you know, Harold Landry, you know, the, those linebackers with Rashawn Evans and, you know, Jayon Brown, you know. And um, really the only thing is the, the corner opposite On the outside of Christian Fulton, you got the rookie, Elijah Molden, who's playing well. So it's like, but you're playing against a good offense, too. So it's, like I said, strength against strength. Defensively for the Steelers, Um, you know, their front always brings it. Cam Hayward, Um, you know, corners, young, long. Um, You got the safety, Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, Their linebacker core, fast with Bush. And, um, you know, it's just a team that is, it's coming off of a tough game versus the Vikings, and I, I really expect them to be very sound and disciplined in their run fits, and that's the Titans' strength. Um, will they be able to stop them all game? No, because I think there is some type of, uh, personnel thing that they can't get over, um that they can't fix necessarily because their run defense is it's it's about fits but it, it but is also pertaining to personnel and certain calls. So, I guess if they limit and protect themselves from certain calls um and you know be a bit more disciplined and make tackles then they will be better at it, but I can't see them completely stopping or shutting down the run. Um, And if they are able to, this game is over. But the Titans, the only chance the Titans win this game, um, to me, just consistently to ask Ryan Tannehill to throw 40 times in this game is not a good recipe. Um, You know, if they can get a run game going, they got a chance. But if they can't run the ball, it's over. If the Steelers don't run the ball, which the Titans have been – fairly decent against the run um I think this is a game to where if the Titans can't run then just by default Najee Harris is going to have a big game because he's going to get more opportunities and Najee Harris he isn't Derrick Henry but you don't want to be tackling him in Pittsburgh in December late December at that um when he's had the ball 25 to 30 times late in the fourth quarter, you don't want to just continue to try to keep tackling him either um, in that situation. But then again, if the Titans are able to stop Najee Harris, let's just say it's a, run, a game where no run games are working. The advantage still goes to the Steelers because they have excellent, and excellent wide receiver depth, to be completely honest with you. It, it is pretty damn good. Um, it's not on the elite end, but every player does something well. Um and then you have a young a young tight end that plays very um physical and you know it's just a matchup that I think is probably gonna be one of the better games um and I haven't looked at all the slate for for all those games Sunday but I already know it's gonna be one of the better games that the Tennessee Titans um you know, have been in, um, it's, and then it's going to be one of the better games of that, of the day, of the week, to be honest, um, just, if you love classic football, it's probably going to be one of the best classic football games that you're going to see on the slate, so, anyway, I don't want to hold you too long, it's called Thursday Quickie for a reason, um, and with that being said, you guys, you know, take care, happy holidays, And that'd be easy.